This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. So... In honor of Taylor Swift being in town at her peak, this likely is the peak of her uh, zenith as a pop star, we're going to do a draft of performers that you wish you saw at their peak. And also, again, can be someone like Beyonce, who is still, who knows where their peak is, or Taylor Swift, who knows where their peak is. All right, so uh, here is the order that we have Boo. for today. So we got Clinton, yeah. then Emily, then Jorge, then Travis, then Travis again. Jorge, Emily, Clinton, and then back down. Okay. Because we're doing three picks. Three picks. Just pick quick point of contention. We did do four picks before for the record to show. Sure, sure. It did fit on the graphic for the record to show, and it did fit inside one segment for the record to show. Can I throw in my favorite? That segment was long. My favorite phrase of all time. (laughs) It was long. Who cares? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. Four by four. Just like that. All right. Kaboom. All right. Clinton. All right. In the first pick in this week's stake draft, I'm going with... Robert Nesta Marley. Most of you know him as Bob. He died before I was born. I was big into his music as a kid, so much so that my parents thought me and my best friend Dennis were smoking weed in fifth and sixth grade because we were listening <laughs> to that much Bob Marley on a regular basis. That is who I would pick. All right, so I'm going to go with someone who um, passed away before I was around, uh, who my parents grew up loving. I listened to their music all the time growing up, and I've, I've gone back. One, there's been a uh, movie about them, and I've also gone back and watched these live performances from them, and they look amazing. Queen. I want to see Queen Ooh, with Freddie Mercury, way. and at their peak is my first pick of my draft. Jorge? All right. Blowing through this. We have a theme going here. Fernando Valenzuela, talking Mexican. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it with the. I want the. I want the Latino vote. I'm going Vicente Fernandez at his peak. I never got to see him. That's one somebody I want to see. I don't know who that is. I'm gonna be Wanted honest, to but I'm assuming you. I, well, oh, like, educate the people us. know. Give the people some, know. I'm some, sure the people do know. Give yeah, us some background. Yeah. Uh just just. I grew up listening to the guy. Okay. He was a movie star. Sang nothing but rancheras. It's just nice. you know, It's Vicente Fernandez. Yeah. Okay. I get two M. So you have two. Okay. This and. and this particular person, I'm not a huge fan of the music, okay. but I the phenomenon I would have liked to have experienced. Oh, I would, I would have what's liked, that? I a phenomenon liked, you have wanted to join the I, train I, on? I wanted to see this if is it is as intense as it would have been. I was been. thinking the same thing. Phenomenal. Elvis. Wow. Okay. That, that El- I, I wanted to see if it was as... Big a deal is, is eh, well. I'm trying to think of the right word. That, that if the level of enthusiasm that I'm in, imagining right. was real, that he seemed to be very, very popular, and I would have liked to have been there to see how that was playing. Interesting, out. you know, okay. console young lady who can't yes. meet Elvis. Yes, not every. Yeah. The, 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 were people really passing out in front of the stage? Like <laughs> you'll see, I'm like, come on, man, really, yeah, yeah. really. And then uh, the next one, I liked the music, never got a chance to see him live. Is Prince. Prince is a good yeah. pick. Prince passed. I mean, it was recent. You know what I mean? That like eight was, or nine years ago, was, maybe uh, it was about seven. I remember because yeah. the undefeated had just launched yeah. right when um, he passed away. Uh, yeah. My sister saw him a lot. She yeah. was a big fan. Big fan. Of Never got a chance to see it, but Prince is my second pick. All right, Jorge, your second pick. All right, so I got to see this guy later in his career. Uh, growing up in high school, I used to love hip hop and all this stuff. Jay Z. 
Oh, like the Jay Z. You never peak. seen Jay Z? I did, but I saw him towards oh, okay. the end. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah, towards the end, the Magna Carta and all that yeah. stuff. I wanted to see him during his peak. I have a rule about rappers that I don't see rappers live, typically who are like over thirty-five. I've made a couple of exceptions because, like, it's a young man's game, and just standing on stage watching a guy yell into a microphone is not always the same energy. <laughs> you know, when you go to a lot of shows as a young man, you realize, oh, not only am I older, these guys are older. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not quite the same experience. Yeah, so I saw them. I saw Nas, Jay-Z, and Common late in their right. careers. Okay. Yeah. Is it my pick? No, it's my pick. Okay. All right, so my second pick, uh, I'm going to pick someone I, I also have seen live before, but I've seen them live on a reunion tour, kind of like a quote-unquote farewell tour. So didn't see them at the quite the peak of their powers, but uh, saw them in a very emotional time for them after P- Tom Petty had passed away. But... I'm going to do, I want Rumors era Fleetwood Mac. I want peak Fleetwood Mac. Personally, I love their music. I think their music is very interesting, but I want it for the drama on stage, especially if you've well, seen- they all hated each other's guts. Exactly. Right? Yeah. If you've seen that reunion uh, video of, of Stevie Nicks singing Silver Springs to um, uh, Lindsay, Buckingham. Lindsay, Lindsay Buckingham, it's amazing. It's enchanting, and I want to be there for that. Good pick. That's I love the pick. drama. I love I a, a band that all hates each other is always a fun. Great, little it's a great starting it. point. Um, my pick is a sort of sad one because again, I never got to saw, see her perform. And I don't necessarily know that I go to a lot of shows like this, but this person was easily my mother's favorite artist. Not even close. Would listen to her nonstop all day, all day long, all night long. It's Whitney Houston. She had a voice that was transcendent and, you know, was a performer and a half when it came to her ability to really captivate a stage. And, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, she did that little skip across the stage that everybody knows. I would love to. No, trust me. (laughs) We are not putting Whitney's skip up against Taylor's fancy walk. Whitney wins in a blowout. I just wanted to say fancy walk. And I'm not even hating on Taylor. I'm just saying. You don't, yeah, I understand where your point is. Yes, that's just a better move. So, yeah, Whitney Houston would be the person I I would have wanted to see. And you have another pick. pick, yeah. You have, I have a third pick. pick. Oh, I have yeah. a third pick. Okay. So it's called uh, a snake draft. That's right. I forgot how this works. I got all thrown off by the four-person, <laughs> three-round pick. Who um, cares? My <laughs> next pick would be a band that I saw a couple of times, but I don't necessarily know if it was at their peak, but they're one of my favorite rap groups of all time. I mean, it was it was close to their peak, but it wasn't really what I wanted. The Beastie Boys. Now, uh, the Beastie Boys' first tour was apparently one of the craziest have things. Have you ever heard Marcellus Wiley tell the story about when he saw the Beastie Boys I have when not he was a kid? It's unbelievable. And they used to have all sorts of vulgar props on stage and all this crazy stuff that they would do. I would have loved to see them at their peak powers. I'm not even going to try to tell his story. It's his sure. story and he tells it like me, but he tell his sister took him to a show to see someone that wasn't the Beastie Boys. Probably LL Cool J. Might have been. Yeah. And he says that all of a sudden these guys come out and everybody's like, what the hell is this? And 10 seconds into it, everybody's like, oh, hell yes. It is, and, and Marcellus tells right. it like only Marcellus can. Right. It's a great story. All right, my final pick, I am honestly shocked it has gotten this far through this draft and this person has not been picked. Uh, this person clearly uh, is the best performer of all time, I would say. If, if People can challenge me, but I would say... Billy I, Ray Cyrus. <laughs> no. <laughs> um... Uh, <laughs> King of Pop, Michael Jackson. Oh, no! yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. I feel, no! you know, the thing about Is that Mike, on your list, Jorge. My next pick, yeah. please. Oh, yeah, that's a good pick. Mike that's is obviously pick. Mike, where people really were passing out yeah. in the crowd, and it's the not just the vocals, not just the actual singing ability and the writing ability. It's the dancing. It's everything combined. Greatest performer, and I would love to be that's there. Good live. call, Mike Jack's good pick. So the studio I used to work at on TV, that was the same studio where he practiced. All the rehearsals for This Is It 
before he passed away. Mm. Like, really? T- yeah, I used to record in that studio. Like, I was a camera guy in that studio. And then once they cleared the stage and the whole, they took it down, uh, somebody told me, he's like, did you know this is where this no is the place? And I was like, no freaking way. And yeah, it's in Burbank. What is peak Michael Thriller, Michael? Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, and, but that's a long peak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could get bad in there as well. Sure. If you wanted to consider that part of the peak, I would say so for sure. All right. right. I'm next, right? Yeah. So I'll yep. take, uh, oh, you took my pick. I'll just keep the power of a couple. Uh, Beyonce. I want to see Beyonce, Jay-Z. You know, I'll, I'll have the You can't power. angle to get a seat to that? Is her right. show decidedly different now than it would have been 10 years ago? Yeah. Her Coachella it, show where she did um, yeah. Homecoming okay. was a big deal. That, like, changed a lot of things for a lot of people in the business of doing shows, mm-hmm. not just in terms of what Beyonce fans like. And this Renaissance tour, it's just, it looks amazing. The way, that, like, the props are cool. Like, it's just, like, the entire era is very, like, um, like glossy and chromatic, and it's very, very interesting and she still puts on an amazing show to this day the coachella performance has its own wikipedia page that i will yes. read from at <laughs> this point. it's a there's a special on netflix about it too. yeah like that's how big of a deal that was so, i win yeah. the draft yes <laughs> sure yeah, okay quote unquote. all have. right trav last pick um this this again goes to the phenomenon of the time I, I they're still showing up they still do it but it's not what it was they've been doing it literally 50 plus years i would have loved to have seen the stones oh in in, okay. in the 60s or the 70s when they were at the peak of their powers and not broken down old guys yeah that that and i know you go like even in the 80s when i was a kid it's like oh these guys have been they around were old forever yeah. that was 40 years ago <laughs> so go back to the the beginning maybe not even the beginning but when they were at their absolute peak i would have loved to have seen the stones so we've left off the beatles Jimi Hendrix, Hendrix would be good. Uh, Hendrix Stevie would be good. Stevie Wonder, who I've actually seen in person, which is uh, great. Like you've seen him perform, or yes. you've seen the Human. I've seen him perform in person. Okay, yes. I, no, I've seen the Human. Yeah. Do you before. subscribe yeah. to the theory that he might not be blind? Let's talk about this. I don't think that people really understand visual impairment as much as they think that they do. Like, I don't think that Stevie Wonder sees pitch black every single time he tries to look at something. I think that Stevie is visually impaired to the point that he is legally blind and he lives his life as such. That's what You've I heard the Shaq story. I've heard a million stories about <laughs> yeah. it. And I've been in the room where Stevie Wonder was looking at people who were not talking to him, okay? <laughs> Trust me. I've been there. It is weird. And so, like, yes, people assume that when you're blind, it means that there is no vision whatsoever. I bet you Stevie can see a couple things, but, you know, he's blind. That's it's also, um, The Grateful Dead we left off, uh, Britney Spears, Elton John, ABBA, like we ABBA, mentioned. ABBA, yeah. The Grateful Dead. I would go yeah. to an ABBA show, yeah. but I don't, they're, they're, their music is more of, that's a novel, that's like a theme, a theme that's party a, music, I, you know. And they also are still holograms. Word, but it's a, it's a specific show. It is a very specific show. Yeah. Holograms, I, see, the hologram world is very weird to me. It's, it's, it's adjacent to the AI situation. Like, I go on TikTok now, and there's all these weird accounts of, like, historical figures recreated through AI talking about who they were I don't over like that. history. It's bizarre. Yeah, I don't you like know that. what I'm saying? And like that's where holograms get to me and they kind of make me nervous. So the Shaq story is Shaq gets on an elevator in a hotel mm-hmm. and Stevie Wonder's in the elevator. Shaq doesn't say a word and he goes, what's up, Shaq? Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he's blind as in he can't drive a car. Yeah. He's legally blind, but he can see a thing or two. You know, I believe it. Yeah, but could you, I mean, faces, I, maybe it's just that there aren't enough people that are that big let me ask you have you ever met anybody who's legally blind but can still see yeah right and like 
you know. But I don't know if I walked onto an elevator without saying anything, they'd know who I am. Perhaps, but, you know, it could be. But you've yeah. also never been in an elevator, I think, with Shaq, who right. you might be able to tell the uh, presence well, of that's Shaq. What I mean. Maybe it was just the, the, yeah. the, the aura of right. a seven-foot vibe. That he knew that Shaq yeah. would be in that area, yeah. you know? I've, I've only <laughs> met Shaq personally one time, and, and I w- he was coming in to do the show, and he was in the lobby. I went out to get him in the lobby to bring him back to the studio. Mm-hmm. And the way that it was set up, I come around this this corner mm-hmm. into the lobby and it's like oh you gotta be kidding me like it's yeah. just, he's, he's that big yes yeah. it, it it doesn't add up when you first see it with your own two right. eyes because when he's out there with other nba guys they're all big yeah. and he looks big <laughs> yeah. right so put him with regular dudes it's weird it yeah. doesn't it just doesn't add up it was and he was he was terrific she he was he was super the three roads for walker bueller coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. A little live uh, insert here, a quarter afternoon on a lit. Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's still lit. <laughs> still lit. Travis and Sliwa, the big CY Clinton Yates. What up? I understand the context may be a little fuzzy, <laughs> but I need to defend my own brand because I have gone on the line for Swift 710, and I have taken shrapnel like it was an episode of MASH, <laughs> and I've defended it. But was there some sort of comparison earlier between Taylor Swift and Whitney Houston of no. any kind? No yes. one went out and compared it, though. There well, was, in a sense. A little bit. Because let me just say this now. I did not compare it. Yesterday was her birthday. We lost her in 2012. We did. Taylor Swift is very talented, impacting the economy. Great artist. And I salute her. She couldn't hold Whitney's purse <laughs> on any day, any week, any time, as a performer, as an artist, as anything. Now, what happened was I brought up Nippy, as Whitney was known to her family and friends, Nippy, something known as the Nippy Skip, which is in the I Want to Dance with Somebody video. She does that iconic skip across the stage that everybody sort of knows her for as how she danced. Emily said, 
Oh, sort of like Taylor. No, oh. I, I no, I did not say that. <laughs> Who said that? I you said it. I, did I? I didn't bring up. Did I bring up? Taylor you yes, brought it up. You did. I, I am disappointed in you, my friend. I would never compare. What I was saying. That's fair. What I'm saying is that it was nothing like that. It was simply reminded me of something that did not get there. But yeah, Whitney Houston. So I pick. I didn't pick Taylor Swift. I picked Whitney Houston. Okay, I just oh, wanted to make not, sure that I was I on the right gonna, side of this. You're not coming I'm back just, tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, it's okay. I am putting everything I, out there. I picked Whitney I'm, Houston. It's great. Yeah, but I'm it not happen. delusional. I understand that Whitney Houston is way better of a performer say, of everything than Taylor Swift. I would say that well, as far I, as... Producer Emily is trying to get get the, get back with know, the fans, and that's good. No, I'm just yeah, being realistic. This I'm not delusional. This isn't a dispute. Even Emily, who is the biggest Taylor Swift fan I know... You you hear the two voices were not no you, yeah no, nobody's the crazy point here like was non dancing singing artists was the thing and like Whitney was not a big dancer you know what I'm saying she, she didn't dance. need to be That's fancy walker she could dance but her skip was ten times better than the fancy walk That's what the, the point was and sure go ahead yeah that's true yeah, good stuff I can't do the skip like if I if I was on a dance floor with a young lady and she could execute the Whitney skip that. I mean that. Can you? Even, I also can don't think you could do it? the fancy. No, no, no. Work. It's a, it's a dance for a woman. I feel like okay. in, so in a certain way, but that puts you that moves you up the big board a lot. If you've got the Whitney skip in your arsenal, <laughs> do you know I what he's talking that? about? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's. I'll show it to you. I got the video playing right here, but I'll show it to you when it comes up. But yeah, yeah no, Whitney's great. How are you feeling today, Chris? A lot of meetings today, but it's good. Data. And data. No data today. More uh, initiatives. Okay. All right. Plus, you know, producer Emily and I have a lunch on the books. Oh, is oh, that nice. right? Where are you well, going? it's Thursday, so we're going to Panini Grill, Panini Kebab Grill. Oh, right, right. How did I not know that? <laughs> you know that every every Thursday, Chris and Greg and Stephanie. But Stephanie's go to not Panini here today. Grill. Oh, she's not. And I'm keeping Greg out of this one. I ain't bringing anything back for him. <laughs> Fair enough. He didn't think about me the first time. Yeah, I know. I just realized why I brought up Taylor Swift in the in the Whitney Skip. You don't need to clean it up. We, I, we no, did no, it no, already. Here, you gonna clean it up? To, I was trying to relate it to okay. something that Emily might know about. I sort of figured she didn't know what it was, and I was like, it was. In a similar vein, but just at a much higher caliber of execution. By the way, last night I went, it is the Waba Grill lunch hour right here on 710 ESPN. Last night I went to Waba Grill. Again, that's back-to-back Waba Grill days. Wow. This time I added the dumplings Ooh. with the tacos. Not in, I'm sorry. They, they didn't put the dumplings in there. But There's dumplings at Waba Grill? Well, Tommy had mentioned them. You know, he's, he's a fan of dumplings. I'm a big dumpling guy. And Tommy mentioned it a couple days ago when we were there about trying the dumplings. I tried the dumplings. Steamed or fried? If I can say this in a way of like grilled and steamed, I think. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah. There was a, a little good, bit yeah, of a like grill that. to it. The little, the, 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 the crispy marks. bottom. There was the a, marks. A crisp, yeah. yeah, there was a crispy bottom. Yeah, the crispy <laughs> bottom is what makes the dumpling really good. It was nice. Level. <laughs> a, 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 who doesn't And love you're going to enjoy bottom? this. <laughs> so I, the drive to, so I was on fumes at the end of, of Live Imaging Wednesday. Okay. Clearly. We get through that. Yeah. Cappy and I then are driving now in more traffic than when we usually leave at seven. Okay. So now we're in 6.30 p.m. traffic. Did you guys go live during that? So around this time, <laughs> I had gotten a call from our owner, Sam Pine, so then him and Cappy spoke during this. And then afterwards, we're just sitting in the East L.A. interchange. Where everybody knows it. It's the worst commute in the it's world, I believe. Great. That five south. He says, what if we went live? I go, live on what? He goes, live on Instagram. I go, I've never done that before. He goes, let's do it. So he tweets out that we're going live. Okay. We end up going live. Okay. Then like... Laura ends up joining because, you know, she does late night with Laura every Wednesday. Then Greg, dressed like odd and just walking by himself in the neighborhood, joins. Uh, okay. Like, wow. not a walk with the dog, but just, just walk. On He's like, guys, I'm just walking. Yeah. And we're like, that's a little hot, but okay. <laughs> so, anyway, it ended up being really fun. Huh. But I was gassed by the time we got back to the train station and he dropped me off to get my car. And I was starving. I hadn't really eaten all day other than when Ike's Love and Sandwiches came by. Tremendous. So, I go to Waba Grill. 
I order the taco trio, and I order the dumplings. You'll enjoy this part, Travis. Okay. The dumplings didn't make it back home. No, of course not. Of course it was not. a cart. They're, it was a rock. I only got it from where the Waba Grill how is. How many dumplings were there? That's a great five. question. Yeah. Five. There were five. Okay. So that's a two-order situation Give me an idea me. of how large of a dumpling we're talking about. It's a one. About. Probably about this big. Okay, right. that's perfect. It's a one-bite experience. The, oh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> there are, you know, quite frankly, I never really thought it about this. It was a dumpling form in a drive back to it my home. It is. A dumpling is a perfect car food. It is. Oh, and yeah. they it put it in this perfect little container. Yes. It's like a yogurt cup. It's a perfect driving food. Yeah, it's it was a nice. perfect food for a lot of things. Seattle's ballpark, they've got one of the best dumpling spots I've ever had. They got in the ballpark. I've been eating that dumplings cr- at that, that ballpark crispy a lot. bottom is a Oh, it's nice. Oh, oh, hey guys, I just want to want to point something out. I want someone out to like put this out there. Uh we have Hector in Pasadena on line 1. And he wants to make a point of clarification. About dumplings? Trav Travis, my man. You are my man all the way, but I do got to point out that you have some temporary amnesia. You were the one that brought up the comparison between Whitney Houston and Taylor Swift. So I just got to point just, that but out. Just, <laughs> just the walking part, right? I just said okay, fancy I was like, I don't think I brought that up. Well, then at I, this like, time, at 12.22 p.m. <laughs> on a Thursday afternoon in the Southland, Travis, I've never done this, am like, full-blown. Am, am I gutless? Yeah, gutless! <laughs> I may have been wrong. <laughs> Hector, Thank you for the Hector, phone why call. are you doing this to me? That's not cool. That's not good at all. Hey, all I, I can't let my boy when you were talk- go down for that, man. I can't let him do it. I Thank you, it. sir. I, I appreciate it. it. You uh, mentioned that she did like some dancing or yes. whatever. The no, skip. it was it was an appropriate. And I said like fancy walking. It was a comp- it was an appropriate corollary. Yeah. It's just not a parallel. That's the difference, right? There. I'm leaving, <laughs> sir. <I'm- laughs> five five dumplings in a in an order for like two pork eighty nine. I don't know. The That's meat. a two dumpling order for me. Then I'm going. I'm doubling down on that. You're going sure. ten dumplings. I'm, I'm even if you have well, three have, tacos in the no, bag. No, no, no. I'm saying they have a, a choice. You can get like the ten piece dumpling and a twenty piece dumpling. Twenty piece is a lot. That's five aggressive. is the right amount for the drive. Yeah, five, five is the driving. Ten is a, ten is sort of the snack pack total. If ten I'm not is a eat, meal, five ten is, is a meal. Is correct. A, is a, yes, and is I can the eat ten dumplings. Time. I love dumplings. It's like those that when you go to In and Out, you get your double double, you get your fries, you get your pink lemonade, and then you get a cheeseburger for the drive home. By the way, I might have ordered McDonald's last night. And go on. Completely forgot about it until it showed up at my door. Were you? Were you? Were you? Th- the elevator was on the top floor, <laughs> and I, I was like, "Oh right, I ordered Mickey D's." How great of a surprise it was, was that an when it showed up? Amazing surprise! <laughs> I got a quarter pounder with cheese meal, and for whatever reason, I bought a Happy Meal as well. Great! And like, I Did was like, toy? "I can't." I got the toy. What's I the toy? I don't know. I left it. I was gonna. I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna bring it. I forgot to bring it. But like, I was. I got through the fries. In the Coca Cola, which we talked about, oh, yeah. and then I ate the Best quarter pounder. By the way, Chris is on I, the same page that we I are. I woke up and I woke up and the thing was on the counter, and I was like, "Oh right." Chick Fil A makes a close second as best Coca Cola. Yeah, not yeah. bad, but McDonald's is still because I only drink Coca Cola through a fountain mm. or it's a Mexican best, Coke. It's because the sugar is different. It's yeah. best through different. a fountain, and the ice waters down. A the glass sugar. bottle is the second right. choice. Very cold though. A it has can to be very cold. Is the third choice not even an option for me? And a plastic bottle. Cans are out. Pla- I don't, plastic no, bottle's the worst option. When we talk Coca-Cola, like I've got a Coke Zero bottle. Yeah. But plastic but is the Coca-Cola, worst. Yeah. You take it out of a plastic co- bottle before a can? Not for Coca-Cola, yeah, because the high fructose corn syrup is horrific for you, and it just yeah, tastes horrible. Same not with a Mexican in, Coke. No, no, I'm not talking a Mexican. I'm cane. talking That's just cane pure... But so out of a out of a uh, plastic out bottle, of a fountain with a lots of ice, it waters down that high fructose corn yeah, syrup. That's True. the best option. Well, I'm not running for president in Iowa, so I can make these comments. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> take you, the pledge. You, I gotta you, take the. Do you do the move that I like to do? As you notice, I'm enjoying a plastic bottled cherry coke here, which yes. is a rarity for me. But what I'll do if I have the fountain option is I'll go about seven eighths Coca Cola Classic in a couple of hits of cherry, 
Really? Just about, yeah, just on top to mix it in. So it's like a light cherry, not a heavy cherry flavor. This is, this is my move. I, love I this. only, for some reason, order Cherry Coke when it's a late night Del Taco run. Interesting. That sounds so good. Yeah. Oh, Cappy had a Del So I, I'm exhausted so and I'm tired and I'm hungry. I said exhausted and tired there. I meant hungry. I get into, I put my backpack in Cappy's back seat. There's a Del Taco bag from like some point. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so hungry. He's like, you want to go to Del Taco? I'm like, no, we got a long drive. Let's just get back to Orange County. But I I was thinking Del Taco, but I made a, a healthier decision by going to Wobble Grill. I, I'm not okay. going to lie. The dumpling option is kind of opening that, up that, my yeah, world. That, right. That's, that gets me through the door. Because Del Taco sure. is a great choice when you're on the go. But to eat a taco while you're driving a challenge. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's more than a challenge. It's risky. Because it, I like the crunchy <laughs> shell one. It's far more right? than a challenge. Right. A soft shell, you can pull off. Yeah, you can kind of wrap it. crunchy one, which yeah. is what I want, there's... There's tortilla shrapnel. Sure. But here's the thing about the Waba Grill Boom Boom Tacos. Boom Boom Bam. The ta- the tortilla is a blend of flour and corn. Yes, oh, it is. Is that right? It's very nice. And, of course, the sp- the spicy Boom Boom Sauce. Yeah, Asian-inspired. It's Asian-inspired, and it's delicious. <laughs> it really is. I don't think I can fit in a third-in-a-row Waba Grill because I'm staying up here in downtown tonight at the East never Central. I'm going never. to the Dodger game tonight. Oh, oh is that nice. right? Yeah, which means I'll have fabulous thoughts on the disgusting Dodger dogs they now serve. <laughs> They're not great. They're horrific. They're not great. You get to see Kershaw, I think. How many home runs? I'll only be enjoying it if it's the playoffs and he gives up copious amounts of home runs. Wow. And people say he's an amazing pitcher. Wow. Well, he is an amazing he pitcher. He is, except in the playoffs. Yeah, no, he pitched one Unless you series. can put him in, you mean in Texas, after a four-month break. The World Series that they held in Texas, yes. Put Hershiser in the Hall of Fame and let's get it over with. <laughs> you understand that you can like Oral Hershiser and still think like yeah, Kershaw's what is, good, I don't right? know. Are these two things running up against each other for you, Chris? Yes, because people sit there and go, oh, Clayton Kershaw, he's so amazing. Yes. Let's just not present, pretend that those series against the Cardinals or the Red Sox okay. or the Astros ever happened. And then, You understand oh, Oral Hershiser didn't on. win the I World actually, Series every can I, year. Can I say this, though? The year he was in it, he did amazing. <laughs> can I say the greatest season fantastic. as a pitcher in, ba- in, in Dodgers history. I, I like this from Chris. This is this. this yeah, is I don't cons- give I don't give you many sports things. Consistent with who you are as this well. Is, like, and look, yeah, Tyler, producer project. Tyler, there's yes. making just a very stoic face because he probably. I can already tell this guy owns Clayton Kershaw jerseys. I can already <laughs> see it. Right? He doesn't. No, you don't. I'm actually a Red Sox fan. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Oh, well, then you should have smiled when I said the Red Sox. I loved it. I just have to make you sure got that I make. Turn his mic on. I thought you guys were back the on soft, the same page. The we were. Yeah. That was a little baby, your gut list. They didn't get the full. Just your gut that list. one actually right feels more exactly. How are you a Red Sox fan? <laughs> yeah. You want the story? It's, uh, if it's nah. 10, 15 seconds. <laughs> Keep yes. it tight. Keep it tight. What, growing up, I was pretty much raised with a family that moved here from Boston, so I spent a lot of oh, time okay. in their house. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Come on, Grinshaw. Like an episode of the OC? Like that? You were like Ryan? What's the OC? Oh, oh dear. Talk about it. How great is it wow. that Ryan, I can't think of the actor's name, he was also the one in Southland. He was the yeah. one that came, is now like bringing down all the uh, all the crypto stuff. He's like doing documentaries about oh, crypto that's, being a Ponzi scheme. That's what he's doing? Yeah. Ryan, Ryan Atwood? Yeah, Ryan Atwood. Yeah. Right. Huh. Oh, I like What's that. his I name? From I didn't know he's that. from Chino in the OC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rough, rough streets of Chino. <laughs> Who's the uh, show. on Webitar's crew that does the South Beat sessions? The director? Uh, Mike Ryan. No, the other one. I don't the, know. The one who made movies. And made documentaries. I can't remember. Billy Corbin. Billy. Did a whole yes. session with him, and it was very interesting, a whole video cast about how Ryan Atwood is now coming after how crypto was a Ponzi scheme. I'm All due respect, Crypto Ray. Changing the subject here a little bit. You said you saw the Manziel doc and said it was great. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. When Lindsay and Laura were talking about it yesterday on the afternoon show, what I liked about it is it was an hour tight. Sure. One episode. They fit so much content 
into one hour, and it really gave a look. I mean, you Let we, me were, ask you this. we were in Houston at the time, so sure. we knew how big this was for AM. Right. And it was really well done. Let me ask you this. Did you like him before the documentary? Yes, sir. Like, were you a fan or indifferent? I mean, he was just a typical screw-up story. Okay. Do you like him now after having watched it? Or is it the same? I think his parents were garbage. Okay. Now, they were there, but everybody's like just- everybody Are they just, in the doc? They're in the doc. Okay. So is his friend who was like his business manager, who they haven't spoken since. So they did a good job like talking to people. They had Billy Lucci from Tex oh, Ags. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they had- uh, I'm trying to think. Did they have someone in let there? Me ask someone might have been in let there. Me a lot of someone clips. A Go side ahead. question. Was it one of those documentaries, because one of the things that I realize we're up against a little bit, is that one of the things that I don't like about a lot of the newfound documentaries is that the self-produced ones often have so much of an angle. This is Untold. This isn't self-produced by Johnny Menzel. Okay, okay. I, I, that, that's so good to Untold know. did, um, like, the Manti Teo doc. They've done a lot okay. of, they're going to do they the- They did the mouse a, at the palace. And they're doing a the lot of doc. these new ones have such a lean towards making somebody right. either look good or bad yes. that it kind of drives me away from them off the rip if that's, if that's the case. Cliff Kingsbury was great in it, mm. and it's funny to realize how much Cliff knew what was going on and just said, as long as you're playing great, we're good. And he admits wow. that. I, I, I think tough. that's most coaches. Quite yeah, of course. That's I true. think that's 90% of them. Yeah. Right. So I really enjoyed it. I didn't think much or care much of Johnny Manziel. So homework, but I felt assignment, homework assignment. We'll watch, we'll it, watch tonight. it tonight. Yeah. We'll okay. watch it tonight. And right. Kershaw pitch for the uh, Dodgers against the Rocks. There's that. Yeah. It's Caleb Williams bobble night. I can't wait. Nice. Grab me one. Yeah. I'll get right on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't take two? Come on. Come on. Let's go. Grab a couple. Uh, I actually have something to do later today, too, that I, I was going to discuss, but I'm not sure how it's going to go. i got to go to the passport office, which is basically just a post office, but I need to get a new passport. Are you expiring? Card. No, it cracked because some jerk at a bar was, like, goofing with it and cracked my daggone I'm so what, Okay, this is stupid. What's the difference between the little book and the card? So the card you cannot travel with, but if you are overseas, the card counts as identification. And uh, so if you go somewhere and you don't want to actually be taking your passport with you everywhere, you can take the card. That's what it's for. We're doing Walker Bueller next, especially now that Chris Sounds is good. gone and he won't turn it into an Oral <laughs> Hirsch. Like I'm, I'm a, he's number two for me, right? It's Fernando. It's I Oral Hershiser. I didn't know he was that passionate. Oh about my it. gosh! Every single time that Kershaw can't be good because Oral Hershiser was good. Mutually exclusive. It's very, very difficult to wrap my head around. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Correct me if I have this wrong. You you and I get along pretty well. Sure. Yeah, we, we, we share a lot of similar interests. Correct. Um, we like a lot of the same things. But I think we've gone to another level. 
that you had a McDonald's order show up at your door that you didn't know was coming well, makes yeah. me really, really like and, you. And I also had <laughs> forgotten about it by this morning as well, which was so even good. more embarrassing, but very, very true. So in my fridge right now, there is a Happy Meal with a toy in it, and tomorrow I will <laughs> bring the toy. I will bring the toy. It's and an we Avenger. Will have, we will have the unveiling. There, I remember, see, so I, when, I, when I went back in my mind's eye, I also remember that there was a picking process that was very frustrating because you have to pick the toy because I ordered online. And I was like, what? Toy options? I can't deal with this right now. You know what I'm saying? Do they have like, I mean. There were like three choices. I don't remember what any of them were, but I remember this was a very frustrating point for me. And I was just like, just send me the food. I don't we, care We've all this. had the, uh, you know, you put on a jacket for the first time and you haven't oh. worn a long time. You find a $20 bill yes, and it's like, that's oh, great. that's a nice little surprise. Yes, this is different, but the, it is very similar. The your McDonald's is at your door thing is like, <laughs> What? <laughs> Yeah. My, my what? Like, I, I thought about texting you guys at the moment. Like, if <laughs> it had been a reasonably terrific. appropriate How hour. How was it? It's probably about midnight, 1230. I was probably awake You know still. what I'm saying? Like, it was right around then, you know, because I, you know, I'd gone out, had a couple, then gotten home, and then I woke up, and I did some things, started to relax, and then I, I was watching something. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, oh, maybe I should get some food, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, wait. And I got so involved in what I was watching that I completely forgot this food was on the way <laughs> as the elevator continued to climb to the top of the building. And so by the time it got there, I was like, oh, look at this. That's past great. me. Rewarding future me. Yeah, so this is what – so uh, UVA, there's this thing called uh, Foxfield, which is like a horse race. I know it sounds really – bougie whatever but we would go in the morning you drink really early you start drinking like at like 6 a.m you get home from the races at like 2 p.m take a nap wake up and you go out that night my friend and i before our nap ordered a pizza woke up yes pizza was there it was the best idea that we've ever had and it was a it was a beautiful gift so let me ask you about that this has become a thing that i've been trying to work on a lot because you know, it takes a while to get a lot of places in Los Angeles, as you know, for sure. But my new favorite move beyond the surprising myself move is the ordering something to get to your house the same time you get there because oh, yeah, it's going that. to take a while. Oh, I'm a pro at this. These it's, days. it's a it's a high level move. And and once you can once you've added it to your repertoire, oh, it's it's a game an incredible out pitch, you know, as opposed to you get home. It's like, OK, what well, I, you know, I'm going to order. And then you got another hour to go. Yeah. And it's like, listen, if I know that I can time it where I get in the Uber and then I also use the Uber app to order the food, that's a good turnaround for me. Sleep. Slee is a go pick it up himself guy. Me he too. would be. Me too. Yeah. Order it to yeah, the you are too. Me too. I don't <laughs> yeah. like somebody bringing my food, especially an Uber driver. No, I just, it's just. Are strange. you afraid of him doing something to it? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I you get that. You must be living wrong. And nah, it's like, yeah. I just like picking up my whole stuff. I'm already out and about. I can stop by well, Jack, you know, whatever. Okay, well, that's fair. I, the only yeah. time I use those delivery services is when I should be using exactly. a delivery service. Yes. <laughs> or when you should not be driving. Right. Well, that's what something. he means yes. by that, I presume. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You, no, the I presumption get it. is correct. I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And also, but, I mean, sometimes I do it when I'm hungover, get breakfast the next day, too, which is helpful. I love uh, going out yeah. to breakfast, though. I will do a pickup well, every once in a while. I can't get myself out the door. Yes, right. Well, that may be another conversation. The thing is, is that, ironically, that's when I'll definitely do it because I got to get up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. Can't veg all day, I and if I start getting deliveries to the house, I'm not going anywhere. You sitting know? in that diner, and they pour that cup of coffee, and you're just kind of like the wait and started, yeah. and you're like, yeah, okay, hit me again. <laughs> they bring the toast. It's it's a pretty good deal. It's very true. All right, three. Walker Bueller pitched. Walker Bueller says he's way ahead of schedule. That the normal recovery time is 14 to 18 months. He's at about 12. Um, they don't. He want. He set a goal for himself of September one. That's probably not going to. He's happen. been talking about that for months too. But 
it does sound like the Dodgers are at least open to the possibility of him giving them something towards the end of the season. And if it goes well, something in the postseason. So here, here are the three roads that I think this could take. Okay. One of them is you just let him do what he wants. You let him kind of call his shots with your supervision, of course. And as long as he's hitting some thresholds, as long as he feels good and your doctors are like, it looks good to me. Why not? You just kind of let it go. No, right? you, you can't. You think you could do these things, but you can't, Nemo. Road number two is you protect the uber competitive guy from himself. Yes. You, you, you take the road of... I know you, you're ready. I know you think you're ready. We have such long-term plans for you. We cannot risk the, the, the chance. We just went through this with Dustin May where we brought him back and he broke again in relatively short order. We don't want to make the same mistake twice. We're, we're going to say no on your behalf. We know route. you hate it, but we're going we're gonna, to yeah. gonna be your better judgment. The third option is we got a chance to win the World Series. We, we, and by the way, he's a free agent at the end of next year. Maybe we have plans. Maybe we don't. Let's just go for it and see what happens. And if it's going good, let's ride this thing. I hate that plan. It's a, it, that's the worst it, it, plan it, because it, it's ugly. It doesn't look good for anybody involved, and it's not guaranteed to work to anybody except for Walker's ego. That's the main reason why or, I don't like or, it. Or, or. They win the World Series, yeah, and he's a big part of it. That's the, the other Do you part. really think that the Dodgers are a Walker Bueller away from winning the World Series? I think there's a world where that is entirely true. Because here's the thing. The only team that – and, again, I know that baseball is not played on paper. I get, no, it. I get it. The only team that's better than the Dodgers are the Braves. Right, but okay? there are plenty of teams, I would say, that are as good. There are. There are. I, I don't disagree. My point is, is their biggest flaw as constructed – is their pitching both in the starting rotation and the bullpen Certainly. is not where it would typically be to be a World Series champion. If he can just eat up three innings or so, three or four times in the postseason, that gives you a lot of flexibility with some guys that otherwise would have to be pitching okay, those three but innings. I would say that if you're – if you're deploying him in sort of an extendo opener role, yeah. that's not just saying, F it, do whatever you want. That, to me, is a much more calculated strategic move what, than just, hey, we're going for I, it. I hear what you're saying, but, okay, we've gone three innings. He's thrown 60 pitches. Hey, hey I feel great. Let's go. All right, let's go. That's where the problems Th that, come in. That's where the, you that's know what I'm always the problem yeah, comes that, in. Sure, I but, feel great, and by the way, Hey, this is game five. We win tonight. We're going to win this series. Yeah. We're, if we if we can get this, we got Clayton. We're, they, but as opposed, I got to go to Tony Gonsolin, that's, or I can roll this. That's flirting this, with a situation that I don't it is. love. Of yeah. course it is. But it's also, once you get, maybe you don't do that in the wild card round if they have to play. Sure. If maybe you're in if the, the CS, divisional round. If, if you're, you're in the, the CS, CS and, hey, I can pitch into that fourth or fifth inning that maybe I wasn't planning on, but it all looks good. The numbers are good. The velo's good. Let's go for it. The closer you get to a World Series, the greater impact he can have. It's it's the least likely, yeah. but it's also potentially the most rewarding. The main reason that works, and I, I sort of forgot, he's a little older than I realized. Yeah. And so, like, the point being, like, it might not come back necessarily. It's certainly not, not with this team putting you in a position that to give it a part, shot right yeah there. but i mean i mean not with this team as in in the time that he's with this team it'd be one thing if they were trading it or if he was on the block next year yeah but the fact that he's on the like with the situation you definitely don't want is the situation in which they crash out of the playoffs in the first round let's just say a la padres last mm -hmm. year you get otani for your big look at our season and then you've got let's just say dustin may you've got maybe another clayton year but you don't have 
a walker because, hello, he blew out his arm again trying to come back for the playoffs. That's what you don't That's want. That's the worst case scenario. Yes. The other, the, But a bad slash excellent scenario is you do go for it. You do extend him. You win the World Series, okay. and then next year it happens right? The, but I, I because think, you pushed it. I think the most prudent move is to look at him as a Clayton replacement as we go forward to next year. Clayton replacement's wearing red right now in Anaheim. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see that, how much that, that happens. I just I – just, I don't like the idea of guys who don't know how to – not don't know how to, but have no desire to look for their long-term future being having their careers put into their own hands. I don't love that. Here's a good tweet right here. John in Huntington Beach, my favorite food surprise story was in Vegas. We lost a friend during our shenanigans. Later we find him in our room around 4 a.m. He wakes up, pulls a double-double out of one of his pockets, starts eating it. Legend. Wow. That's double-double out of the pocket. Hey. Vegas, I could see where you lose track of a sure. Vegas almost Vegas. doesn't even count on that situation. That that story was literally out of pocket, kiddos. <laughs> That's great. Wow. The dumps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, I want to start with another tweet. This is from Big E, member of the Travis Lee All-Stars. It says, the Dodgers already said if Walker pitches, it would be an inning or two. If he shortens the game and he pitches the eighth, Phillips in the ninth, and then the big eyeball emojis. That's, yeah, that's not what we're talking about. No, what no, they say they're going to do is not what happens you. when thank you're you, in the you. middle of a game that's, and things are on the line. That's, that's the whole point. Literally <laughs> what I was going to say. What they say, I, I like to have a plan. Right. How often does the plan go the way it is? You start and then you adjust as things start that's to unfold. That's the whole point of baseball. Yes, yeah, exactly. That, and by the way, I do not love this is a guy that's been a starting pitcher basically his entire life. Right. I'm not all of a sudden throwing him into eighth inning situations. No, stuff doesn't just translate that. That that uh, Again, That's that that would make no sense to me. But, you know, I get it. People want to dream. They're, look, if he's – if Dave Roberts is telling us the truth, and I believe that he is, and he's saying that he's progressing in a way that, that was unexpected and he's way ahead of schedule and they're thrilled with what they're seeing, 
this is laying the groundwork for you're going to see him pitch it's in a major league definitely game. laying the groundwork for it. But I also would ask, when when do you see him first? Month. A month from now? Sure. So that's, so that's so late that, September. That's mid-September. It's only the 10th of oh, August. I guess it is only the 10th, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that you know that gives him the better part of three or three and a half weeks to ramp up to an inning or two or three against major league competition. Okay, that's not pitching to John Rahm at the title. No, of center. right. That's uh, you know that's <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. What if he would have hit John Rahm? Right, and nailed him in the wrist or something, <laughs> and screwed up his whole career. That would. Hey, been how'd whole... you get hurt? Yeah. Oh, well, it's kind of a weird story. It's sort of a tough. You ever heard of Walker Bueller? <laughs> See, he was down there throwing a bullpen because they got computers that do biomechanics. Yeah, we were at a golf And he broke facility. my arm. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah, really For bad. everybody. Right, that's what I'm saying. Not a good, good look. All right. Uh, this is what Juan Soto had to say after mm. the Padres got swept by the uh, Seattle Mariners. Days like this series, we just give up. Like, literally, we just give up instead of keep grinding, keep pushing. That's Juan Soto. couple of things. Number one, that is probably the final nail in the pod. When when, when a player of that ability and Caliber, that notoriety yeah. says we quit, I think he knows that they've quit and that the writing's on the wall. I yeah, so, I think I think that the situation with them also claiming cheating yesterday was an indication that they've kind of packed it in. But for Juan Soto, a guy who's again won a World Series with a grinder team yep. in the Nationals, he knows what he's looking at. That's not some guy just saying, "Oh, what was us like." That's a dude who's saying, this is not what I'm used to. And on top of that, though, this is where it gets a little dicey for me. I thought Juan was kind of the reason why you brought him there was so that he was the guy that prevented that from happening. Yeah. But what do I That's know? That's the second what part. What do I know? The second part is, is if this is the guy that you basically emptied your farm system to go Correct. get, which they did, the guy that was supposed to not only be a great player – but the only guy on that team that's been through this successfully. Truly. Right. And he's saying, I got a bunch of guys that quit. Do you start to think about, hey, listen, I can restock my farm system with this very right. same Why guy next year. Why do we need next you year. if they are quitting with you here? And, you and it doesn't sound like he's dying to stay with this so group either. of guys. You might do, see him in a third uniform in right? four years. Yep. And there would be a line around the block to get your hands on I this guy. I think so, too. I think so, too. He's the kind of player that is a great player on a very good team. And clearly not an excellent player on a bad team. Talked a lot of gambling on the show today. Thank you, Phil Mickelson, for allegedly gambling a <laughs> billion dollars in, in wagers. A hundred million reportedly lost. Um, apparently, somebody placed a seventy-five thousand dollar bet on Alabama against MTSU, which I'm assuming Middle Tennessee, Middle Tennessee State. Yeah. Yep. Those are the Blue Raiders. What do you think a seventy-five thousand dollar bet to just outright beat? Middle Tennessee State would pay out. Can't be more than five hundred bucks. Less. <laughs> okay. Well, Three hundred. Wow. Yeah. That's again. That, did Phil Mickelson make the bet? Here, I mean, what are we doing here? If you've got the resources to bet seventy-five thousand, why? On, and I get it. It's one in probably several million. Why are you placing that bet? All you're doing is maybe losing seventy-five thousand. That. that feels like yeah, that's money weird. laundering. That, yes, that's exactly what that feels like. Yeah. You know. But you're only laundering $300. You flag that one at the sports book. (laughs) Middle Tennessee has the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever and just beat Alabama and then have this guy lose. That would be great. That's probably not going to happen, though. Even if it were, you know, (laughs) 3,000, it doesn't make any sense. No, that's what I'm saying. Like 75. And again, this is where the gambling world goes away from me because the level of sustainability that you have to have to be constantly hitting on marginal things in order to make a living or make a whatever, make a run of reasonable profit it's just beyond me 
Okay, so Duncan, Dunkin' Donuts, is coming out with a line of spiked coffees and iced teas. I'm a West Coast guy, so Duncan is not in my DNA. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a more of a Boston Donkeys. thing. Yeah. This is where Tyler would be of a, a, a Northeast. Usage. I lived in the Northeast Were you for two a Duncan and a half person? years. I love Duncan. My mom loves Duncan. Yeah. I, I would yeah. not qualify myself as a Duncan person. No, me neither. Yeah. But yeah. I've had it, and the coffee's fine, but yeah. it's not something that I, I have to have. I don't know so, if I'm going to get a spiked drink at Dunkin' Donuts. What are What's we interesting s- about this, too, is that, like, so it's going to be, like, canned. You can get at the store, grocery store and stuff. Like, how you can buy Dunkin' at the store, grocery store oh, normally. like you okay. buy, like, a Truly, yeah. but it's a Dunkin'? Yeah, yeah except, except for it's going to be more like a Twisted Tea. Huh. Which twisted teas are amazing. Tweez, as we like to call them. Twee. Oh, is that right? Yes. I've Dude. never had one of those. They're okay. Um, they are great. If I, you like, I, if you like sweet tea, they're good. I'm big on the the. I've I've grown with the seltzer community in yeah, this I don't regard. Mind those. Twisted teas are a little farther away from me. Twi- Spike coffee is off the list. There's just no world in which I'm drinking that out of a can. There's just not. Well, plenty of people have like you know coffee with Bailey's. Or oh yeah, stuff, no, no, no. You know? If I pour some Bailey's into my coffee, I will take it that way for sure. I am not against the concept. This just isn't something that I need pre-done. My friends in my and I life. did so much twisted tea in college because we would they would come with in bags like slap the bag like a wine wine <laughs> bag, but we do it with twisted tea. Like twisted tea is great. So I think I would have the the iced tea from Sweet Dunkin' more tea than anything else. Sweet tea is on the very short list of things that i just will not do right okay I just, it's just it's huh? so over the top sweet like regular tea i like sweet with tea. a little something in it my dad no, thank you. It. my dad's family's from the south so i like sweet tea but you are clearly the target market for this um the oh yeah the i'm a white coffee. girl from the east coast i'm gonna have some duncan <laughs> there is everybody a list. at uva who's in the building is yelling yes. about yes <laughs> there's a list of one person long now that has hit 40 home runs and won 10 games on the mound in a single season and it's Shohei Otani. Yep. He picked up his 10th win of the season last night, beat the Giants. By the way, it didn't look very good on the mound. No. I know he only gave up one run, but did not look sharp at all. But just think about this for a second. There's a man with 40 bombs, leads the tide for the league lead now. Matt Olson hit one earlier today yep. to tie him. But he's got 10 wins on the mound. And by the way, 10 wins on the mound for him, it's kind of low. I know that it's happened before, but I'm of the opinion that if you win the MVP and a Cy Young in the same season, they should call that the Otani Award, and there should be a separate trophy. That's that's my opinion. Like, I would you love have to, to see fu- him win both in yeah, the same year. That's but, what I'm saying. Because like Kershaw's done it. I think Verlander did. A lot of people it. There's, have done there's it. been a handful. There's been of quite guys a few have done it, but they it. haven't done it like that. They, they've done they, it for different reasons. Yes, they haven't done it like that. They've been dominant pitchers, and that's the deal. But like this guy, there should be another award for what he's doing. I don't remember this, John. You might remember this that. In 1995, the Dodgers had a 2-1 to lead in the ninth inning when fans started to throw giveaway balls onto the field, and the Dodgers had to forfeit the game against the Cardinals. Do you have any recollection of that? I don't, although I, I this reminds me, there, there was a guy when I was working in San Diego as a TV reporter in the 90s, I became friends with the head marketing guy at the Padres, and we had the games on our TV station, so we would do a lot of promotional stories, so we'd go out and I'd do like a five morning show hits right from uh the stadium and he would come out and i go okay what are we giving away next week and he'd say well that's ball day and i go you're giving the balls away before the game he goes hey come in you get a ball i go that's a huge mistake we just had a fire sale here the only guy still here is tony gwynn you traded half they traded fred mcgriff and gary sheffield and he's looking at me he goes no no it's a quality item people aren't going to throw this first time they did it 
50 balls onto yeah. the field as soon as they do it. And then right after that, they change it to on your way out exactly. the door. Exactly. If, if you're ever giving away projectiles, people are going to throw them. Well, Clinton, remember when we were growing up, they had bat night? Right. Oh, but yeah. Saying, the just, little wooden. Let's, just, give, let's give weapons. No, no, no. Full-size bats. I don't right. saying, Just bat. this year, Philly had a dollar hot dog night, and guess what people did? They bought as many hot dogs as they could, and they threw them at each other the entire game. So That's I go, my, me and my family, we go to the Rose Bowl every year, right? And this was maybe early 80s, maybe mid-80s. Remember those seat cushions that you would get and you could throw them like a frisbee yeah well to stack them all to give away a hundred thousand of those at the rose bowl at the time you have to pack them down so they would suck all the air out of the cushion and put a sticker over the top so it was basically a a huge square frisbee yeah that's what what it turned into here they come and all of a sudden (laughs) there was a bad call at some point in the game and 50,000 square round seat cushions come flying onto the right Favre's field. first game in the NFL. He played for the Atlanta Falcons against the Washington football team at RFK Stadium. It was a playoff game, and that was the seat cushion game where everybody took their seat cushions and threw them yeah, on the field. If, I was at that game. If you, if you give away a liquor game, right? Yeah, if you give yeah. away items to fans with the foam fingers. Yeah, with LeBron played Kobe. Yeah. Um, if you give away an item to fans before a game. Yeah. It's ending up on the court or the <laughs> field, much, right. and if you if you want to find out the hard I, way, not, go ahead and give them out before the I'm game. I'm not trying to jinx this, but people hold on to the bobbleheads. Yeah, the bobbleheads. Like the bobbleheads, bobble they don't right. chuck. Yeah, but you pick them up on the way out, right? No, no on the way, way in. Bo- and bobbleheads on the way in. Are right. you sure? There's, yeah, I got yeah, the Kershaw because one Because the there's people day. that go get their bobblehead and, and they go and right they back yeah, out. The bobbleheads yeah, are yeah. the exception that makes that. You can sell them. You're saying, yeah, they gave away those Dodger replica rings when I went last week. Those get thrown. I not that now Dodgers won comfortably. If it's a disposable <laughs> item, otherwise, then it's getting thrown on full size bats. Oh yeah, yeah. I just remember, remember the li- I remember the little, the little ones. ones. The little ones. Yeah. I don't no, remember the no, full, full size bats. Bat day, yeah, but bat day is a thing of the past for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no way. You can't arm the the fans with. Didn't weapons. they change it where they gave you a coupon? A, a voucher. Go, a you voucher. Go, yeah, yeah. You redeem it. I remember it. Helmet Day. That was the best day. The, with the Helmet the, Day, the, the plastic little, one with the that, little brown crown that on the hurt inside. your head, and you actually thought you could wear it to a game. That is batting glove night, which one size fits all. Batting glove night. The white one. Those were good. The eighties were fun. Let's do a little super cross talk. Woo, 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 woo. All right, so you just mentioned, John, the, this golf course in Memphis. we got the TV Yeah, in TBC here. Southwind. Yep. You've played a lot of golf. I've played a lot of golf. If you play golf, you're going to run into guys that like to gamble on the golf course. Yep. <laughs> why Why would you even play? I know where this is you know going. who's like right. the most notorious gambler uh, that's a non-golfer is Michael Jordan. Yeah. 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 Jordan would play for tens, if not hundreds of thousands right. of dollars. Oh, right? I heard you earlier, right. CY. There's yeah. no reason to watch sports if you don't have a bet on it. That's because you don't have enough of your life going on. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I got way too much going <laughs> on. You haven't some lived. Of us, some, some of us are not dead inside. I mean, just like watching people compete <laughs> at the highest level that they choose to. But you know? it's better when you, look, when you hit a Quinella from Australia at 4 in the morning, <laughs> two, Boom. 20 cent Again. Quinella, make well, sure I day. like money oh. way too much to be giving it to people for things other people are doing. No, that's only, just, that's I, just I bet, my personal I just stance. bet a couple dollars. Like, well, whatever they, I don't bet big. But yeah. Phil Mickelson does. That's no, why I'm bringing it because up. Because he's been chasing. A billion dollars in action, according to a book that came that's out. Crazy. A billion. A lot of people have been waiting for this book. Billy Walters went to jail. And a lot of people think he went to jail to keep Mickelson out of jail. Who's Billy and then Walters? Phil Turner. He's the gambler. He's who the wrote gambler. The author wrote, oh, he wrote the book. book. Yeah, he, he was really book. good friends with Mickelson. And then something happened, and they turned on each other. And this book was supposed to be out something two years happened. ago. Yeah, I remember when it. Oh, first, this isn't the Phil Mushnick. This, this is uh, that Alan book. Shipnuck Alan is who Shipnuck. you're thinking of. This yeah. is not that book. Oh, oh there's not another that book? one. This is a different yeah, this is book. Billy Walters, the professional gambler. Yes. Yeah, I read the Shipnick book, which was good. But this one is going to not make Phil look great. 
Well, we were talking about that. Does he, at this point, having the last call it, couple of years, yeah. does he even care anymore? Nope. He's I turned heel. So. Yeah. Like, if you're showing up with a terrible beard and black leather jackets and you know shorts, saying, I sort yeah. of feel like you've kind of. Yeah. Well, this is what I caring. said Tiger should have done. When Tiger got busted, you know, and it all came out that he was, you know, hooking up with Perkins waitresses, and I thought he should have gone full black hat. He should have just embraced it. Tiger's coming from a different position yeah. than Phil is. I think Tiger's responsibility to himself in the sports world probably had a little higher threshold, mainly because of his dad, to be quite honest. Right, but his dad was the same way. I mean, yeah, that's, what's that's come exactly out what I'm like. saying, though. That's why he wanted to sort of get away from that because you don't want to be that guy. But I think Phil, at this point, is the bad guy oh, in a he, lot of people's minds. Remember, we saw it. him at a review at a LA, at LACC. LACC. Did you? Yeah. How'd that go? Well, it was great. But you could, when he walked onto the, uh, was it that eighth hole, where, wherever we're at, the tenth, where tenth. we're at. Yeah. There's people that love him. Oh, he's still really popular yeah. with fans. Okay. But he wore the all black, all skinny, and people he, chirping at him, good and bad, and he just kind of embraced it. He has that WWE feel. No, that smugness of like, I'm better than you attitude. He's but always what's had the thing? shooter yeah. McGavin in it. But what's yeah. the thing? <laughs> Fig jam. Yep. <clears throat> Fig First jam. time I heard Blind you say I'm good, you never, just ask me. Well, what is Fig Jam? Like, like F- I'm good. F-I-J- a A M. Right? Just ask me. F I G J. I'm good. Just ask me. Got yeah. it. Fig jam. When I heard Got John it. say that years ago, I was like, yeah. wow, that's fantastic. And that's what all the other players would call him. Still and, do. And, and, and still do. <laughs> yeah. And 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 that's why when I read this this morning, I'm like, yeah, this is I didn't know it was a billion. Yeah. But I knew that this was how he rolled I, and for I, twenty I'm years. I'm still surprised by the revelation that he was betting on himself at the Ryder Cup and that did not lead to any sanctions from any of these people. Like Bro, I get it. Like, you're betting on yourself. Billy That's, Walters apparently would talk him out of it or wouldn't take the action or whatever. That's but who crazy. was taking his action? That's crazy to me. Oh, he wasn't going, no, but he wasn't going offshore books like I am. So right? some so, of it was that, and okay. others were casinos, and others were through people that Humans. will take your action. Right. He must have owed so much money that he's chasing that bet. Why do you think he's out here signing up for Saudi well, money to I play mean, golf? I mean, that's... Yeah, of course. That's the only reason he's doing it, right? I mean, because you owe so much. Well, according right? to him, he's doing it to leverage video rights out of <laughs> yeah. the PGA Tour. Okay, <laughs> but when, if you're betting like what, like a hundred thousand around or something like that, well, there there are, and I'm not going to repeat them because I don't know if they're true or not. Yeah. but there are a lot of stories that I've heard from a lot of different people about literally hundreds of thousands of dollars changing hands at the end of rounds. Yeah, and practice I, rounds and whatnot. And I've heard Phil would bet like a million dollars on yep. the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? crazy. And I, and that, so that's a real problem. You know who else does that? Is Charles Barkley? He yeah, has unlimited big, money, so he gambles a lot. Mayweather a too. Mayweather bets a lot. But Mayweather's what? known for that. But Mayweather, but that, I feel like Drake. Is a, I, Drake, but see, I feel like with Mayweather, for maybe he does. It's only because he posts his wins. Yeah, but like he seems like he's maybe a little better at it. Than, you know he what I mean? Bets like halves when you're betting the have or yeah, like a, the, that first quarter. That first that's quarter, true. DJ. That's when you know something going. Yeah, exactly. That's that's wild. Yeah, but that's okay. So for me, yeah. Philosophically, if you have Phil Mickelson money, doesn't matter. Do you have a problem? Really. As long as you can cover ah, the action. Lo- hey, the hundred dollars I bet, I can cover it. He, for him, that's a hundred. Yeah, 000. the unwritten rule of gambling is just bet money you can afford to lose. And in yeah. Mickelson's case, he probably can't afford to lose. It seems like dollars. a pretty written rule as far as keeping no, friends in your no, life no, 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 and no. keeping your family on your side. I mean, nah. like, do you like you to know. gamble when you play golf? Oh yeah, but for money get, or for things? Money. Okay, but not a lot. Like yeah. okay, I'll I'll tell you my standard game on the weekend is we have a lot of junk, you know, polies, sandies, birdies, barkies, sure. and about ten that we've made up over the years. <laughs> um, but we I play three matches. We play top ball, bottom ball. So if it's me and you against Clinton and Beto, um, it's the the their best score against our best score, and then 
our second best score against theirs. And okay. the, the bet is $6 on the first match, $6 on the second match, $6 on the third match, and you can press. So the most yeah. the most you ever win or lose is like 20 30 bucks. Okay, so what I was telling Trevor earlier is that I do, even though somebody that doesn't gamble, I do find a very large philosophical difference on gambling on things that you are yourself doing or playing and gambling on things that other people are doing, which is why the right. golf course well, is I'm not unseemly. Like, I'm trying to decide you know? if I have a problem with Mickelson betting on himself to I win don't. the Ryder I, Cup. I, 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 I don't. Think I, think I think good. it's a little untoward just in terms of the concept of the tournament. But well, overseas, like, especially I know with the uh, – British Open or the Open as they call it now that you can go place w- action on yourself over there and it's not a yeah. big deal at all. That's right. when you involve other people. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Clint, it would actually be more egregious if you and I are in the final round on Sunday and I bet on you. Yeah, because no, then I can tank it. Right. So you win and I can but win. But I money. just yeah. felt like from a decorum standpoint that we would have heard a little bit more about that at the time. You sure. guys are out here focusing on four hundred thousand dollar bets when you're trying to win a daggone trophy for your country. It's wild. Yeah. This guy's got a yeah, real when problem. When you're winning yeah. for the when, like I said, when you're in the Ryder Cup, that's where like, that's yeah. yeah, you know. But if it's just me against you, go for it. Go right. all day long. But, but when you're including other guys Typically if you're doing the, like the golf bet, right? The, yeah. I, I I'm only going to get involved in that if I think I got a pretty good chance of winning. Yeah, that's why I only play CPs. Like, like <laughs> yeah. the guys I play with are good, so I only play closer to the pin because I might hit one. Right. right? Yeah. So, like, we got yeah. a chance. I because I, I have like an 18 handicap, so I'm not that good. So I get invited to country clubs when they have the guest member because I get all these extra strokes, and I don't right. know. I'm like, yeah, they want to invite me to nice country clubs. Well, it's because I suck so bad. The guys who are yeah, good, if you're I balance there. There. If you're an 18, you're dangerous. Oh, they yeah. remind me on the on these holes. Hey, Bethel, you pop. I'm like, hey, you have been popping. The shirt looks good. Like, Dude. no, 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 no. <laughs> you're gonna make some money here, guy. Yeah, that's Dude, what like, you want. You black, want a guy getting a lot of strokes. Black yeah. gold should be an interesting. You want a guy yeah. that's got a high <laughs> handicap that can make a handful of parts. And I'm fun. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And you'll have a few along the way. Oh yeah. All right. So today's snake draft. We did. We were drafting. Musicians, bands that we would like to have seen in their at prime. their peak, like Dad. when they were at the peak of their powers, because oh. Taylor Swift obviously coming through town. Yep. Here's Yates's list: Bob Marley, Whitney Houston, and the Beastie Boys. Okay. That's Emily's was Queen, Fleetwood Mac, Michael Jackson. That's that's gonna be tough to beat. Jorge, Vicente Fernandez, Jay Z, and Beyonce. As separate picks, Jay Z and Beyonce. Okay. Yes, it should be noted. Mine was Elvis, Prince, and the Stones. It's who a, would yours be? It, I'm a two-horse race between Travis and Emily. Well, who would your picks be is, that, is another question. I never saw Prince live, so I would go Prince right. for sure. Um, I never saw Tina Turner live. Tina's a good pick. I would, that's I would a, that's put, a quality selection. I would put yeah. Tina Turner in there. Um, everybody else I really wanted to see live, I saw. Yeah, you got to. So yeah. I think it would probably be taking a page from Emily. It'd probably be Queen because Freddie Mercury died before I could Right, have money to go see concerts. So I'd probably come. I'd probably nice. lean Emily. I want to see like the w- Elvis phenomenon. Yeah, Just go- how crazy was it? Well, skinny Elvis, I would have loved to see. Right. Fat Elvis <laughs> no, I'm not in, talking, the, I'm not in the talking, jumpsuit. You want the peanut like, butter banana? I kind of feel like I would have rather seen Fat Elvis on the same token, yeah. but you Could know, just, just because of Vegas the, Elvis the spectacle. is less interesting to me yeah. than young. Cool Elvis. So I was a big Sinatra fan growing up, and I caught him twice before he died. And the second time I caught him. It was in Vegas at Caesar's Palace. Yeah. A giant teleprompter. Like, yeah. you know, bigger than. My. Yeah. Line. <laughs> I did it. Wait. Wait. That way. Didn't end well. Yeah, it was Beto, who would you pick? Give me Stones, Zepp, and Sinatra. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. a good one. All right. That's a very. When, so Sinatra's peak is what, the 50s? Yeah. Just because well, I, I, I like that whole yeah. genre where you dressed the, up. The crooner. The crooner. Yeah. The crooner. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, he did the main event at Madison Square Garden with Cosell introing him in 1974. Okay. So he was in the wow. 50s. He was the biggest star in the world, lost all his money, tried to commit suicide over Ava Gardner, yeah. then complete, got that part in From Here to Eternity, won an Oscar, came back, started singing again, and took off. So he had... Um, that's that was the genesis of my way, you know, talking about how he screwed up his life and then came back and did it. And he, well, he, he was one of those guys that was famous <laughs> from the time I was old enough to know who famous people. He were. was yeah. one of those people. He was yeah. one of the most famous people. Walking like you knew what his name was, even if you didn't yeah. know. What I didn't he know did. what he did. Right. Exactly. I remember watching like a Bugs Bunny cartoon yeah. or something. And they had a animated version of. Frank Sinatra yep. is like a young guy. I'm like, yeah, that's Sinatra. I didn't even know sure. what Sinatra no, was. That's, that's, I had an old boss what it was. named Scott Griffey, right? He was, he was a young guy, but he was an old white guy in, inside, right? <laughs> so for, took me to Vegas one of the first times. You know when you go to Vegas and you're going down the hill and you start seeing the lights for the first yeah, time? Yeah, the glow. He pulls over. He's like, hold on, I got to play this. CD, Sinatra. I'm like, what, what, are you, what is this Sinatra guy, right? He's like, Vegas, Sinatra, that's what you got. I'm like, Scott, you're like only 30, guy. Like, yeah, he's like, no, no, no. I don't, no. I don't blame that dude. I, that, I was very jealous of those guys that, you know, when they filmed the original Ocean's Eleven, yeah. they were doing shows at night, ending the shows, shooting all night, sleeping all day, yeah. and repeating the next day. Yeah, that's you know, probably some pretty, other yeah. things thrown in I was going to say, yeah, we could add some. A couple loots. Yeah. 30 martinis and loots. Relaxation time. So that's what I do. Every time I go to Vegas, when I do drive, I put on some Sinatra. I, I've been doing it for everybody. I tell like, hey, and they're like, see, when oh, you- So you adopted the bit. You got to, because I didn't know. Then you realize it's a cool thing, because you're when you pull into Vegas and you see the the, the, yeah. the casinos and the lights hitting you, because we're still excited, right? Yeah. We saw Zizix, we're still excited. Zizix Road. And then on the way home, you're like, damn it, put on anything else. By the way, yeah. right. you're right home, you're hoping one, like if the four of us are driving home for Vegas, we're hoping one guy has a 20. You know, for so we could stop in Barstow yeah. and right. at that McDonald's. Yeah, Del because Taco, if let's not, go. we're eating chips all the way home. That's oh, funny. There man. is something about the whole Sinatra Rat Pack. Yeah. The, you know, deep, it's the, a vibe. The oh, undo the tie on the tuxedo and have a martini or yeah. a little yeah. bourbon, a little Jack Daniels. That's not the end of the world. No. So it's maybe next year's Mandy's look for you. Yeah. Not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Channel Sinatra. Uh, tuxedos. Well, I mean, if, if I you're know. going loose, if you're going loose with the bow tie, oh, oh, don't tie it. Kind, yeah, of, just kind of a cool side. look. I yeah, feel like you could you could do this. I could do well. I I have the energy. Sure, right. Yes, the, the, yes. The, it, it suits the, you. The martini literally thing suits you going. well. Yeah, right. I think gravitas for sure. Yeah, Super Cross Talk is brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out. That's what a hamburger is all about. Yates and I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.